You want to make your fantasy sports league more than a fantasy? Then you need Trophy Smack. It's the number one store for fantasy and tournament trophies, belts, draft boards, loser awards, and other ridiculous products. Trophy Smack is more than just a trophy company with outstanding customer service and products. It's the very essence and heart of every fantasy league. And if you click now, trophysmack.com gives you free shipping, a free loser poster, and can have the hardware to you in a few days. Bragging rights included. Go to trophysmack.com right now and take your fantasy league to the next level. What's up and welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour with your hosts, Doug Eddy, Tim Keller, and Tyler Gunther. Bring us all inside the huddle. Whether it's in-season or off-season, this is your spot for the best and in in-depth Dynasty fantasy football advice. So let's not waste any more time and get right to it with Doug, Tim, and Tyler with another Dynasty Happy Hour. Welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. It is Tim, Tyler, and myself, your host, Doug Eddy, here to bring you awesome episode we're going to talk a little bit of trade calculator game that we like to do from time to time we've got some news there has been some signings here in the past week that are uh, a little intriguing and some other stuff it's a little potpourri segment Uh, but before we get into all that i just want to let you guys know that we are brought to you by fantasypoints.com this week they've got an awesome early bird special going on it expires april 30th it's 20 percent off your subscription plan There's a specific code that you can use. We would love for you to use this code. Write it down. Get a pen. Go ahead. Okay, now we're back. 21DHH10 is the code you can use on fantasypoints.com slash subscribe to get 20% off all the subscription plans. You won't find a better deal from a major fantasy content provider in the industry. You've got season long. You've got DFS. There's betting content as well. Massive NFL draft and prospect previews. We're two weeks away from the NFL draft, guys, and I am absolutely stoked because I'm going to be in upstate New York, New York, eating garbage plates, watching the draft, and it is going to be absolutely amazing. They live stream best ball drafts with the NFFC, NFL Draft Guide, and uh, other apps with Greg Cosell pro, uh, player profiles, which is awesome. Greg Cosell is an awesome A analyst. Genius. I mean, uh, yeah, he's he's awesome. Uh, there's analytics analytics powered draft tool on there. 90%, 90% of the subs made fantasy playoffs last year. That's nine out of 10. So this is a proven commodity. And right now you can save 20% using code 21 DHH 10. And one more time, it's fantasypoints.com slash subscribe. There is a lot of free stuff on the site too. Look for the free banner on the articles. If you want to check it out first. And then once you subscribe again, 21 DHH 10, thank you in advance boys. What is going on this week? Like I said, we are less than two weeks away from the NFL draft. It's in a little bit of the dead zone for news. We've got some this week, but I want to know, like, uh, how are we feeling? Tim, are you getting as excited as I am for the draft? Absolutely. Super excited. I think the uh, the draft now starts at pick three. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of intrigue. I see more and more people thinking, you know, originally all the talk was it was Mac Jones. It was Mac Jones. And it still could be. There are more and more people. And I think it's just that wishful thinking. And it's the same thing I thought when I heard the trade happen. Like, they, that can't be for Mac. There's no way they trade to three for Mac. You wouldn't think so. And more people are starting to think the same way. I would say that Shanahan has found his guy and he's going to get his guy. Uh, I still think the trade to three was very rich. But, hey, um, it is what it is. Uh, we just talked about the Fantasy Points family. I just wanted to say, in my time hop, I had uh, a little memory come up. Five years ago, today, I reached out to Mr. Graham Barfield oh. to come on my uh, Dynasty Red Zone Fantasy Podcast. Nice. Oh, that's a blast with from his, the past right there. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. Known Grandma a long time. Was lucky enough to talk to him five years ago about his yards created running back uh, metric that he's created so happy to be here awesome tyler what's uh you, what's your most uh exciting thing for the draft for you uh, it's got to be atlanta at four i mean it's my okay. team last time they picked this early you mean they, new england at four when oh they trade God. up <laughs> i i mean it'd be great if they could give atlanta the world i mean but knowing it atlanta might. they'll probably just take a cam newton and a third <laughs> For like Matt Ryan and 104, you know, one of those dynasty trades where everybody's like, wait, what, yeah. what just wait, happened? What? <laughs> no, I, I'm so pumped for Atlanta to, to see what they're going to do. Cornerback is a huge need. 
do they go quarterback? Do they go for the future oh. and, and kind of lock that quarterback spot up? Because are they going to pick this soon again? Are they going to go with the the crazy pterodactyl style tight end in, in Kyle Pitts, where he's probably touching my back right now? Is how how long his reach is? It's it's going to be insane. If they pick Pitts, it's going to be exactly when they took Julio. I was jumping up and down. I ran up and down my buddy's <laughs> steps probably about 10 times up and down, and I wasn't even tired. I was still screaming the whole time. I don't think I took a breath. I passed out probably four times throughout the whole entire thing. But, no, that's how pumped I am for Atlanta to pick. And it's it's going to be interesting. Like, honestly, I was, t- I was thinking to myself, three, four, five, six, all could be anything. Even Detroit at seven mm-hmm. who could be a positional player that could help us in fantasy. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah, I am definitely looking forward to it. Like I said, I'll be in New York visiting some friends and watching the draft, probably at his house. What's which, a garbage pail, by the way? A garbage, garbage plate. plate. So so a garbage plate is a Rochester, New York staple food. It's a signature to the area. What it is, now you know those styrofoam squares that you get for like take-home like the traditional yeah. ones. Yeah. So now just imagine one of those, pretty big in size. You've got um, it filled half with mac- macaroni salad, the other half filled with whatever starch you want. So you can do tater tots, french fries, whatever. Oh, Use it's tots. Tot, I mean, right? Same. Same, yeah. yes. So, <laughs> so you got mac salad one side, tots on the other, filling up the whole bottom. So it's pretty heavy. Now you throw on two cheeseburgers on top of that. Jesus. You throw on, you, you throw on some meat sauce which isn't spicy, but it's good. And it's got a nice mix to it. It's a beautiful flavor. Raw onions, ketchup, mayonnaise. No, not mayonnaise. Ketchup and mustard on top of it. And that is your garbage plate. It looks disgusting. If you Google it, you're going to be like, that looks gross. And I agree. I first saw one and I was like, I don't want to eat that. And then I ate it and I was like, oh my God. Now, it was originally invented to be like the drunken night or a high night type of food. Um, But it is... Amazing. And every time I go to Rochester, which is usually once or twice a year, I only went once last year because of COVID, um, I usually get one. So I'm definitely getting one. Shout out to Americana in Greece, New York, who makes an absolutely elite garbage plate that I'll be stuffing my face with 40,000 calories and 700 grams of saturated fat. I'm looking at it right now. and You can do it with hot dogs, too. There's no bun, I'm guessing. It's just burger. No, it's just patties. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like... It's interesting. That that's for sure. I mean, if you if you don't, I'm know not what a it mustard is, guy or a ketchup guy at all. But I, it, it works. It just yeah, works. Like, if you don't know what it is, honestly, go on and check it out because yeah, I mean, it. Yeah, I love tots. Plate. I love macaroni salad. I love burgers. It's oh. all going down the same in the same place. Why not mix it right? <laughs> and it is, and it is a feast. Like to clear one off. I mean, I went back when you know Fat Doug was around. Like I could clear one off, no problem. Now, like the last time I had one, I was like, "Ooh, I had to like labor. I got the meat sweats eating it to try to get through it. It was pretty rough." But that's a garbage plate. Feel free to Google it. Uh, if you've had one, give us a shout out on Twitter. We'd love to hear what you think. All right, so let's get into some news. We had some uh, a retirement this past week, which I mean, some people might have saw coming. Julian Edelman. The flying squirrel himself, his career is done. Um, he retires a Patriot from a seventh-round draft pick to a Super Bowl MVP. Um, you know, the debate on Twitter was, is he a Hall of Famer? No. He, the answer is no. He single-handedly <laughs> took the Super Bowl trophy out of Atlanta's hands. Falcons, yeah, with that crazy, well, ridiculous he, catch. Not single-handedly. I mean, Dante Hightower had some big plays. Brady was that, amazing. That play. Like, yeah. If that yeah. he didn't that make that catch, if that, he was didn't make that, catch, that was the David Tyree yeah, play. If he didn't make that catch, game was over. So that yeah, was the football gods rectifying the David Tyree catch and just going, okay, we'll give you one and make it. I, I I was okay. That play though, like I sat down, I'm like that hit the ground. There's no, and then I saw his little crooked pinky that he's got, like hold it yeah. like a football tee, and I'm like, okay, that that that's against the rules. That's like HGH pinky right like you, yeah. you can't do that <laughs> oh my god yeah. yeah so so julian edelman retires that um obviously opens up some targets for the patriots um this now this is interesting because edelman is their slot receiver now they could move kendrick Bourne, nelson aguilar even maybe Nikhil harry in and out of Yon. the slot but this gunner. is a really great this is a really gunner olszewski as well uh, all pro gunner olszewski mind you last year um so 
this is a very deep draft in slot receivers. Mm. So I think the Patriots, um, I hope they don't take one in the first two rounds because they're awful at drafting receivers. Let's yeah. be completely honest. Don't draft but them if, in your rookie draft if they do. But if they were to, <laughs> but if they were to take like a guy like, um, I don't know, like an Amari Rogers in the third round, he seems like a Patriot kind of guy. Um, I could see him being a really good fit there going forward. Or maybe they just sign a street free agent. I mean, Adam Humphreys is still available. They were interested in him last year or two years ago when he signed for $10 million with the Titans. Um, so he could be a fit there as well. But Julian Edelman, a great career, really solid fantasy contributor um, for a good five-year run uh, for Julian Edelman. Because, you know, he didn't really start until his fourth year in the NFL. He was backing up Wes Welker. Um, and then he he showed Wes Welker what it's like to be clutch in the playoffs because Welker never had that gene. <laughs> Shout out, Wes. Um, anyway, not a salty Patriots fan at all. Um, we had a lot of running back news this week. So we had Gio, Giovanni Bernard get released from the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. He goes and signs with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just to make it an even more confusing backfield. So now we have Ronald Jones. They re-sign Leonard Fournette. They sign Gio Bernard. And we all know they have Keyshawn Vaughn on the roster still. What what do we do? We think Gio even like what do we make of this? Is he just the Lashawn McCoy replacement who plays occasionally? Tyler, what do you think this means for Tampa Bay's backfield? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't for too much money. It may, I don't know. Maybe in camp, there's a chance he gets cut. Possibly, like say Keyshawn sure. Vaughn comes out and is a world beater, just destroys things and and <laughs> looks really good. There's a chance he could be the guy which is a prime buy low candidate right now and and if you're not already trying to buy Keyshawn Vaughn for like pennies on the dollar you're doing dynasty wrong because mm-hmm. there was a lot of hype on him and you got to follow that i get he's he was 20. a he was a first round pick in like 12 team leagues last year in a lot yeah. of leagues and, and and i get he's like 24 years old but i mean the trend in the tire is still there he got like two carries so there's not much there's all brand yeah. new tires on this car he's ready to go <laughs> Uh, yeah, Gio's a fine player. He's, I, I feel like he's just kind of like the, oh, God, we lost on James White. What do we do now? Uh, do yeah. we just go Gio? I mean, he's got a great mustache. All right, let's let's he, sign he him. He does. Substitute but, teachers-esque. Oh, God. Yeah, like, it, it's a amazing mustache. And uh, so we talked about Giovanni Bernard getting cut. There was another running back that you probably roster on your dynasty um, leagues. You know, he was uh, like a late second, third round pick the year that he came out as a rookie. And a lot of people liked him, including myself. And it was Ito Smith. Kind of surprisingly gets cut by the Atlanta Falcons. You know, they signed Mike Davis in the offseason. They've still got, um, what's tree trunk thighs there? Oh, God, his name is escaping me. Quadre Quad. Dre Olison. <laughs> Quadricep Olison. That's right. Um, you know, this is going to be a prime spot for a rookie pick. Maybe top of the second round. Mm-hmm. Certain running back out of North Carolina mm-hmm. might land there. Maybe Travis Etienne. Yes. Oh, God. Javante so. Williams, please. Dear God, please go to Atlanta. Like, uh, I would love it. Even yeah, you know, they okay. didn't they didn't pay Mike they didn't pay Mike Davis a lot of money. I think we like Mike Davis. He's a nice player, but I yeah. don't think he's um you know the the guy per se. I mean, he filled in admirably for Christian McCaffrey last year, um and finished as a top twenty running back. But um a prime spot for a running back is Atlanta. So them releasing Ito, a little curious. He hasn't picked up with anybody yet. Um so keep an eye on that for you guys that have him on your dynasty leagues. If he doesn't pick up anybody in the next few months, he's probably. Cuttable. Unfortunately, the running back position can be a cruel mistress um, for a lot of our dynasty rosters. And speaking of that, um, we had a signing. Now, I thought this player, uh, it was curious why he wasn't signed yet. And I was concerned that he was going to get signed to a team where he would be like the third string guy um, and wouldn't play very often. But James Conner, I think, landed in a really great spot for the Arizona Cardinals. Now, they lost Kenyon Drake in free agency to the Raiders. The only thing they have on their depth chart is Chase Edmonds, who I think we all like. He's a nice player. And they drafted Eno Benjamin. And then they have, I don't even know who else um, at running back there. John John Johnson, for all I know. If you're old school, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but James Conner landing to the cards. Chase Edmonds has one career red zone carry attempt. So why not James Conner in a pretty high-octane offense could be the guy that stumbles into 10 touchdowns and gets 10 to 15 touches a game, splitting work with Chase Edmonds. I think this is one of the best-case scenarios if you're a James Conner owner because you're probably starting to get really nervous. He didn't re-sign with Pittsburgh, and you didn't really hear much about what was going on with James Conner, but then he visits Arizona and he signs there. 
Tim, what was your initial reaction when you saw James Conner sign with the Arizona Cardinals? I still think this is an RB spot for the draft, but um, you know they don't have a they, lot of picks, though. I was going to say if they don't get the guy they want, um, you know, falling back to them at their pick, they might just bypass it completely, and they're going to look like Chase Edmonds and James Conner, probably the one-two punch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chase is the much more dynamic of the two of them. Will be involved in the passing game. Uh, for sure, but James Conner should do the dirty work, uh, be the goal line back for sure. Uh, let's not forget they do have Eno Benjamin there, who's a little bit more like Chase than he is James. Mm-hmm. Um, and looking at their depth chart, Jonathan Ward, DJ Foster. DJ, Califani. former Patriot legend. Yeah, yeah, Califani Muhammad as well. So uh, not a ton here behind Chase and James Conner. So if they don't land one in the draft, Conner is going to be a value buy. Absolutely. Tyler, what do you think about James Conner in Arizona? Oh, I've I, James Conner. I've just never been a true believer in Conner. I just I don't I don't know. I, Tyler I'm doesn't just, like cancer survivors. That's what uh, I just heard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For a guy oh, that works not. at Mayo Leukemia? Clinic. Good. A guy that works at Mayo I'm Clinic doesn't believe. This, I can't believe you would say something like that. This Tyler. guy has God. has gone through hell and back, and I applaud him for that. He is tougher than I will ever be. But I just he, he's he's a slower back. He doesn't show me anything on film. He gets you four yards, and if you need a first down for six, he's gonna get you an, a four yard gang. Uh, he's fine. He's he's a fine first and second down back. But after that, I don't know. I really hope they don't draft a running back because it will muddy everything. Like we're looking at a full Tampa Bay backfield style going on here, and we don't want that because I still nope. like you know Benjamin. I think he's a very talented rookie. So yeah, I I mean if you could get him for a third, but even then I would still rather just take the pick. Because running back, like just running backs in general, that are kind of a re, a, a retread type thing. I'm just not for. Like even Mike Davis, I still like him in Atlanta, but, but there ain't no way. For Connor, if you give up a third for Connor and something happens, let's say three weeks into the season, and all of a sudden Connor's the starter in Arizona, he's even just four yards a carry. He's worth that. He can at, handle. He he was active in the passing game for Pittsburgh, and he yeah. can handle twenty carries a game. I mean, um, we all we all know that it's one play and that third string running back all of a sudden is your starter. But wouldn't that injured running back be James Conner? Because that's his that's his story. I mean, it's uh, possible, sure. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just I'm staying away from that backfield because I think they're going to throw like 600 times. I mean, I'm team Chase all the way. I think Chase. Oh, I, he's a more talented player. For he's sure. great, but he's also injured. Like if you combine these two, like health bar wise, video Let's we're going to between the two of them, they got a full season. One will get a maybe. I mean, I was gonna say like one's got a forty percent health bar, the other's got a thirty percent health bar. You combine them, it's like sixty to seventy percent health bar. That would be seventy percent. Yeah, math, <laughs> right? Hashtag math. Uh, one other transaction that I wanted to mention because I thought it was a, I thought it was an, inter- I thought it was a good fit, interesting landing spot. So. Thaddeus Moss last year goes undrafted in the NFL draft. The first team to call him is the Washington football team, and he signs with them. Now, the Patriots were interested as well, but he's like, you know what? They called me first. I'm signing with them. So they release him, and now Thaddeus Moss is a Cincinnati Bengal. And the reason this is curious is because we all know who his college quarterback was. I think that was Joey Burrow, correct? And on a depth chart, I mean, CJ Uzoma tore his Achilles. Hopefully he'll be – that was like the first game of the season, first or second game. Hopefully he'll be back. Um, you know, we always want to see players rebound from that injury, even though it's not easy. Drew Sample, who I've liked from an athletic profile, second round pick. We've only seen yeah, a sample of him. A small sample. That first <laughs> game that he played, he looked awesome. And then after that, they didn't really feature him that much. So Costco maybe Thaddeus sample. Moss, maybe Thaddeus Moss gets that mojo working with Joey B, and maybe he becomes something. I think he's fine if you're in a deep dynasty league and he's on your taxi squad or if he's at the very bottom of your roster. Worth a flyer. I did want to mention it because I thought it was an interesting name who some people liked. And then, you know, getting matched up with your college quarterback, um, you know, there's something to say about that. So, you know, if maybe Joe Burrow is just trying to be like, we're going to take Jamar Chase at five. I've got Thaddeus at tight end. We're going to trade for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. 
and Justin Jefferson. We're gonna get Jarvis Marshall, and we're gonna get Justin Jefferson, and we're we're bringing it back. We're rolling back the best offense in collegiate history in the NFL. Let's do this. Probably not likely. Most likely not likely. Reunion Uh, tour. Book it. But I thought that was an interesting transaction. And last but not least, we're gonna take a trip down Narrative Street. So someone told me about a Trevor Lawrence thing with Jacksonville and. Who told me that story? Was it Tim? Was it Tyler? That was me. That was Tim. Tim, tell, tell the narrative street story we all love, especially two weeks before the draft. Well, it, it's, it's you know, locking lock and key that, you know, Trevor's going to be the 101 here. He's going to Jacksonville. The Jacksonville fan base donated to Trevor Lawrence, uh, uh, not scholarship. His wedding, but, his uh, wedding registry. No, I don't know. No, um, to his... What's the word I'm looking for here? Foundation. His charity. His charity yeah. or his foundation. Yeah. Um, over I'm surprised it's not locks of love. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, with that hair. I mean, that guy's got some nice flow. Uh, but yeah, the, the Jacksonville fan base donated money to his charities. So in turn, uh, that was a, a wedding present for him. So in turn, he turned around and donated $20,000 to Jacksonville area charities. So he's already. You Good know, look making good with the local fan base. Now there is that narrative that Tyler brought up. So I'll let Tyler bring that up. I don't, I don't remember what I brought up. <laughs> it was, it was that people awesome. were trying to say that he does not love the game of football. Oh yeah. There's a huge thing going on that was saying, you know, his first, his first thought isn't football. And, and he came back saying, you know what? I, I love the game Jets of football. Fans. He's like, you know, yeah, I love the game of football. He said, and that you know, he loves the whole aspect of it. But he he said personally, if football wasn't in his life, he could live without it. Is what he said. Like if I think we all technically could live without it if it wasn't in our lives. Yes, exactly. And and I think it was just taken out of context. Which, oh God, everything in this world has been taken out of context. It seems Mm -hmm. everything you post on anything is taken completely out of context. That's why I don't really post much anywhere. Yep, that's why, Doug. (laughs) (laughs) No, and and it's just it's it was a stupid thing, and we all know Trevor's really good, and he's constantly working, and he even said that he's working to be better. So let's just not do that. Let's just stop it. Be better. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Well, that wraps up our news portion. I did want to remind you that we also are brought to you by trophysmack.com, where you can go on that awesome website and use code DHH ring to get yourself a free championship ring when you order a trophy, a belt, a gangster grill. If you're playing fantasy hockey right now, they got you. You're playing fantasy baseball and you got a great team, you can get a fantasy baseball trophy as well. So make sure you go to trophysmack.com, code DHH ring. Bring you on over there. How's that to belt? Get that done. You know, it is sitting on top of one of my, on my Bo Jackson cabinet of collectibles. It's sitting right on top. I did dust it the other day because I like the way it gleams in the light, and I can look at it and be like, "You're gonna stay here next year, aren't you?" Uh, I no, to it. it'll be back. I mean, I just picked Damn, up Mahomes in that league. It'll be back. <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to talk about that. But <laughs> hey, Al, shout out to you. You suck. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so Tyler, I want you to discuss uh, this th- our main segment tonight because I think you can explain it better than I can. Okay, we're going to have a little fun. Last week we had some fun. Tim's awesome drafting idea. I loved it. We're going to have a little fun here. Uh, Doug, you got next week. You get to pick the fun topic for next week because I oh picked boy. this one. Uh, we're going to just... We just do the podcast naked. We... <laughs> That's Doug's whole idea. I mean, then we we'd have do to do the animal episode. When's that coming up? That has to be after the draft. But I know, I know. the the DTC, we're going to use the DTC calculator. And what we're going to do is we have three players we're going to throw on the trade block one at a time. And we're each going to get it. We're going to throw it on the trade block. And then Doug, Tim and I, we're going to we're going to offer a trade for this said player on the block. And then Tim's go- Tim, Doug and I are going to accept it. One of them. And then we're going to post it on the calculator. And we're going to kind of give an example how calculators can be fun to use and kind of help you with values. Because I know we have a lot of industry people here at the podcast, but we also have a lot of fans that are uh, kind of just recreational 
players and, and they play with their home leagues. And I'm in a ton of leagues with that. And there's times when I have to use this calculator to kind of guide them. Like, to, yeah, I to know. To try and influence. Everybody, and hates, everybody hates the screenshot. But in home leagues, there are times when it becomes necessary because, you know what, a fourth and a fifth round pick for Cam Akers ain't going to do it. And I've got to yeah. explain to you a why. A sixth that. round pick for Deshaun Watson won't do it? What are you ain't talking about? Ain't going to do it. And, and I've, there's, I've had those offers, too, where I'll pull them into a cack and be like, this isn't yeah, it's my 50 to eight, but just letting you know how far off you are. Yes. Like, and. And and the calculator is a really good resource to kind of help you with values because Ooh. there are some players I value differently. And when I see him differently on the calculator, I remember a trade with Outhouse and UDPL when he was there. I was like, okay, maybe this trade is a lot closer than I personally think. I mean, it wasn't that far off. And I thought to myself, this isn't close to me. And then I'm like, okay, maybe my evaluation on said player is is off and it was Tyler Boyd. I like Tyler Boyd, but I was like, okay, the calculator liked him a little more. So what we're going to explain here is, is kind of how to use it as a guiding, guiding light in a way. It, let it be your flashlight and allow you to find the trade you want to find. So I'm going to allow Doug to put his first player on the trade block because I know he oh, had okay. trouble. Uh, he had trouble finding three. Struggle, oh, trouble, no, and struggle. I had trouble. I just, I just wouldn't, didn't put the appropriate time into it. But now uh, you'll be proud of me. I have three, five, seven. I have eight players. Listed, you guys, so I, just I, up, pick I just made up. I just made up. I just made up a word. Struggle, struggle, and trouble. <laughs> a troubling struggle is a struggle. A Jesse a Tuggle for you Atlanta Falcons fans. Tyler doesn't remember him because he wasn't a fan then. <laughs> he was he was a really good linebacker, Tyler. Just put it out there. I know. All right. Uh, my first player I'm going to put out is uh, Travis Kelsey. Ooh. I'm going to put out Travis Kelsey. Okay. Let me hear your offers for the best tight end in the NFL. Now, I do want to explain to everybody, it is a 12, yeah. t- at all these trades, 12 team. It is a PPR, Superflex, and the kicker, tight end premium. So every <laughs> trade, every <laughs> trade is going to be in this whole aspect. Format. Just to keep Tyler from clicking a lot of buttons. That's it's true. It's just easier this way. Yes. Yeah. So Travis Kelsey, boys, what, where are my offers? What's in my inbox? What can I expect? What can I, what can I take? All right. I got one. Okay. I'm going to offer you Noah Fant and 105. Okay. Tim, what do you, what do you got for, them, for me there? I will. Uh, I'll say I have a nice receiving core. Uh-huh. And I will send you Calvin Ridley oh. and 204. Ooh. This is a tough. So we got Noah Fant in the 105, Calvin Ridley in the 204. I really like Calvin Ridley. I think he's on the rise. If I'm trading Travis Kelsey, I can get back a young tight end, and at the 105, I can probably draft... Hopefully a Calvin Ridley. A Calvin Ridley. So I think out of these two deals, although your offer is strong, Tim, the 204 is I'm a little wary. It is super flex, so that could push some value down to me. But at the 105, those first few picks could all be quarterbacks. So I could be looking at Jamar Chase at number five. Mm. So Jamar Chase and Noah Fant for Travis Kelsey... I think I'm going to go with Noah Fant in the 105 out of those two deals. Tyler's punching it in now. I don't Travis feel, Kelsey I don't has a value great. of 38.5. I don't feel great way. about my trade because I do think that the value stands on my side. And it does. Ah, so, yep, so uh, Travis Kelsey is a 38.5. Noah Fant in the 105 is a 45.4. So that deal would benefit me. Now... Tyler, pull up Tim's. What I want to see what Calvin Ridley in the two hundred four is going to uh, map out to. All if right, if you can, I can. Because I think do for that. me, the reason I brought up Kelsey is that I think um, his window's shrinking, right? And I think if um, you don't, you don't want to miss that window of when you can trade a player, and then so you can. If I can get the one hundred five back now, I might not be able to get that next year, and probably definitely not the year well, after that. About. We we sent you about the same value. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, that's it's pretty, crazy. It's pretty that's... close. So 44.4 for Tim to my 38.5. So the Noah Fant 105 side did edge it by like a point. So that is um that is pretty accurate, guys. I like it. That, all right. Um, 
I I'll actually go next. Okay. I'm going to put Brandon Ayuk on the trade block. Mm. Now Ayuk is a player I've personally bought randomly. Like I I got him in a trade with uh the, the person Al in a in a different league. I got him in a trade. He won AJ Brown, and I got Ayuk in a first for for AJ Brown and I, it was kind of just like uh, oh okay I, I I think Ayuk could be better I think he could be good especially with the new quarterback and then I I got him in another league like I'm just like okay I, I'm kind of liking this Ayuk vibe well let's roll with it and you guys know how I am with trades I I, I get mm-hmm. a player and I'm like I, I'm really feeling this player so I'll go out and I'll acquire him so I kind of want to see I, I know what the value is on the calculator and I get his value, his evaluation could be higher because, say, Izzy likes him. But I know they have an algorithm that kind of nixes yeah. the the personal evaluation on it. So I, I think you guys are gonna be shocked on Ayuk's value in the calculator. That's why I kind of want to put him on the trade block. Okay, I think I have one. And okay. as we talked before we started recording, I, I wanted to get an idea of some of Tyler's. Tyler's got these guys that he loves. Uh, so I'm going to see if I can't pull one off here. I'm going to go. So I use on the board. I'll give you. I'll give you a late second. So like the two ten. Okay. And and it's tight end premium. And I'm going to throw TJ Hawkinson at you. Okay. Ooh. All right. I think I'm going to go. I'm going to throw you David Montgomery. And the two oh three. Now with the tight end premium, it's Hawk for me because I absolutely love Hawkinson. He's a top four tight end uh, until Pitts comes in and destroys the world and takes a tight end one spot in like a year. But anywho, uh, I'm actually going to accept Tim's trade. And it was actually close. I'm not the biggest David Montgomery fan. That's why I'm trying to sell him. Here here is my Ayuk trade calculator. Oh, so okay. Ayuk's value is a is a twenty five point two. Now I do want to say it was a thirty three point four. Mm, Hawkinson might be more than that on his Ooh. own premium. What had happened? So uh, Hawkinson in two ten. Okay. Let's see what we got for TJ Hawk uh, a premium. Ooh, oh, it's almost okay. it's That's almost even. Than I thought it's almost even, and the two ten. It's probably going to be a little bit on the Hawkinson side by a few points. Yeah, it was a, it was a so pretty even trade. So Hawkinson in the in the two ten is twenty six point six. Brandon Ayuk is twenty five point two. So pretty even. Punch in David Montgomery in the two hundred three if you could. I'm, I'm now right. curious. Just go to the I, I, th- button, I think we'll probably I think we'll probably do that with all of them because yeah the the curiosity and that's kind of what's fun with the calculator is you can type in the other offers you got and kind of see okay like say say you pull off a trade and then you've always got that person that's like oh i would offer you more i would offer you this you can kind of go back and be like okay i mean i didn't really lose out so that's fine Mm -hmm. what was the draft pick 203 yeah about even Yeah. Pretty even trade. All right, good. I'm not out of my tree then. That's good. All I right. would take the Ayuk side in that. In that, uh, yeah. And, and honestly, if there's a decision to be made, the Hawkinson and late second, there's a chance I'll try to go earlier second if if I could persuade it. But if if not, there's a chance I might Throw me hold. A future third. <laughs> yeah, there's a chance I might hold Ayuk, but you know, Doug's little Doug's and Riley Bymaster, their little strategy is go get that third or fourth. Throw me an extra bone and I'll do it. Yeah. I always like I always like right, darts. So, so going with Tyler's guy, I mean, they were both very good trades. I mean, they were dead on. Uh Doug and I both had just a slight touch of value uh mm-hmm. on our sides there. But yeah, going with going with one of Tyler's guys, I think landed me that one. So Okay, so it's my turn, and guys, it's a super flex league, and I'm bringing out the big guns. Oh, boy. I put, I got the 101 this year, so I am going and getting myself some Trevor Lawrence. I don't need this guy as a quarterback anymore. I've put Josh Allen on the trade block. Ooh. Let's bring the heat, fellas. 
Let's go. We're talking about a kid who in his third season has really, really stepped up. Mm. I mean, sky's the limit for Josh Allen. I want to see some big offers, fellas. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, this is this is gonna be a little tougher. Um Okay. Got I've got one too. All right, let's, I'll go. Let's hear I'll go first. first. I'm going to give you for your Josh Allen. I'm going to give you Matthew Stafford. I'm going to give you Miles Sanders, oh, and a in a late second. Let's say a two. Let's say the very end of the second round, a two twelve. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give you Jay because you said you got Trevor Lawrence and you don't need this quarterback. So you know what, Doug? He doesn't need a quarterback. I'm going to give him something. You always need quarterbacks. I'm going to give you something you need. I'm going to offer you. I'm going to offer you J.K. Dobbins and I'm going to offer you. Gus Edwards. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I get all the Ravens rushing. And I will offer you. LaFonso Taliaferro. Jalen Rager. Oh. Oh, you had me until you said Rager, I think. Oh. <laughs> Tyler, oh. start punching it in. Okay. Yeah, can we see what Josh... No, 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 no. No, Before, no you got to make the decision first. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to see what he's worth. Uh, okay. Just, well, you can type in Josh Allen. That's fine. I'm, I'm going to say that Tyler's offer is probably worth more in the calculator. Personally, though, I think I would accept Doug's, though. So Let's I'll go. take Doug's, and I think I lost the trade. I don't know. We'll see. So Josh Allen Oof. is worth 58.4 in a super flex. That's a Oof. big, big old number. You know so what? Throw some I, I knew I should have offered you DeAndre Swift instead of J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, but you love Swift. You don't want to get rid of him. That's true. All right. What is, I'm not what high is on Matthew Rager. Stafford worth? See, I think Doug's will be more. We'll see. Stafford comes in at drum roll, a twenty-four point two. I'm gonna lose. We got Miles, Miles Sanders. Needs to have a big number here. Miles is probably like good. a twenty-nine. It should be pretty solid. 26. Okay, and a, and the two twelve. Two twelve. It'll work out. Okay. It's it's probably gonna be. I mean, it'll be a little. <sighs> it'll be close. So we've got a final number here. Matthew Stafford, fifty-eight point four. Mm, We've got lose the trade. Or Josh Allen, fifty-eight point four. We between Miles, uh, Miles Sanders, Matthew Stafford, and the two twelve. It's fifty-four. So it's a difference of four point four points on the Josh Allen side. Now, now say because he said he didn't need a quarterback. Now say you could take Stafford, trade him for a first plus. Then you have Miles Sanders, a running yeah. back, and then you could you could draft a running yeah. back in this draft. So I mean that's not a bad trade to think about because. You get an extra asset in Stafford that you're able to to flaunt. Yeah, again. able to probably move off. What's of, uh, what's Rager person. worth on the calculator? Do yeah. your offer, Tyler. Yeah. I'm T- curious Tyler, to see what Rager's the, worth. Uh, Tyler, just hit the edit button there. The little pencil. <sighs> I'm gonna edit you. <laughs> <laughs> little pencil was his name nickname in high school. It's little, bad memories. Little pencil. All right, we got J.K. Dobbins coming in at thirty six. A thirty six, pretty heavy. All right, all right. What's Rager? Rager can't be more I, than a ten, right? <laughs> He shouldn't be. Okay. (laughs) 10.6. Yeah. Well, so that that trade's a little light. You did. You did. Yeah. And I should should have put in like a late first, which is probably the value that would push it towards an equal trade. If you're going second year wide receiver, almost any of those first round guys other than Rager or, um, oh God, the, the, the Raiders. Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs. Any one of them other than Ruggs. T. Higgins. Yeah, Higgins, uh, Judy. Yeah, let, let CD, me, let me put that in. Obviously, because Justin Jefferson. I'm going to put in T. Higgins just to see because that that was also a thought. Or Judy. And, yeah, that would have. Oh, wow. wow. They got Higgins at a 30.7. Wow, that would have really, really tipped the scales. That would have been 66.7 Dobbins um, Higgins side to 58.4. Yeah. Yeah. And any, see that. Any one of those first round. And that's that's another way the 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 calculator can kind of help you is say you you're in trade talks you're in negotiations you could do this you'd be like okay you don't want Rager let let me see what else I could add or what I could swap them out with and then you could get a deal done and like talking with the person is the best way to get a trade done. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. So that means I'm up next with my second player, 
And uh, I want to give you one of my favorite off-season buys. And even more Sony so now Michelle. that Giovanni... No, now that Giovanni <laughs> Bernard is out of the picture. And they re- did re-sign Samaje Piran. Big threat. Um, it's Joe Mixon. I still believe in Joe Mixon's talent. I know he was injured last year. He had that one big game, three touchdowns. Um, more active in the passing game. They've worked on some offensive line. I'm hoping they work on that more in the draft. So I think Joe Mixon is uh, a great player to go and trade for. But I'm interested to see what you guys would like to offer me for my Joe Mixon. All right. Uh, I'll go first. I will offer you... I'll offer you 104. Okay. Oh, man. I don't know if I can beat 104. Um <laughs> Joe Mixon, in the Superflex tight end premium. I will go Dallas Goddard. Okay. Dallas Goddard and the 205. Is this a Philly-only league? Because I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that could get it done. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, Between those two offers, I would take the 104 in a Superflex format. Yeah. Because usually Superflex, I mean, you're probably looking at the top three players could be all quarterbacks. If I need a quarterback at the 104, I might be able to get a Trey Lance or a Zach Wilson or even a Justin Fields, depending yeah. on how it all shakes out. If I wait and I want a running back to replace Joe Mixon, because maybe I'm soured on him, maybe I can get Najee Harris um, or Travis Etienne, depending on landing spot or Javante Williams. Gives me a lot of flexibility. I could also trade down. So I think that's one of the things if I'm and I think stuck you on. probably got a good good value there at the 104. Yeah, if I'm looking to take a running back, I could trade down a few spots and still get one of the big three, I think. So I would take the 104 yeah. here. Yeah. 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 And it worked out. So Joe Mixon is a 26.1 on the calculator. The 104 is a flat 30 points. So I made out a little bit on now, that one. I, um, a, a player evaluation, I, I want to kind of send you a different offer. Jerry Judy, one for one. I would keep Mixon. Okay. I'm I would not. keep mixing. I think he has the potential to be an elite running back in the league. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think I don't. I think Judy's a nice player. I just don't see that type of upside for him. Now we're gonna check the Dallas Goddard. Okay, Goddard coming in strong at seventeen point four. And what else? And it was 205? a two ten two o five. That's right. This might be pretty even. Yeah, it's not yeah. too far off. It's twenty four point two on the Goddard side rough. to twenty six point one on the Mixon side. So, yeah. So the one o four got it done. Lots yeah. of flexibility. I like the fact that I could move back a little bit, gain some more assets, and still get one of those top three running backs potentially in a super flex format. Good trade, Doug. Good trade. Thanks. All right. Thank you very much. Now, one of my players that I love, I I have him. Swift. But there is a little doubt. Say I have some quarterbacks already on my roster, and I had the flexibility to let this man go. His value is the highest it could ever be. The highest. It's already at peak. And if I want to kind of see what else I could do in this good quarterback class, let's see what I could get. Just throw him on the trade block. Justin Herbert. Hmm. Is it at the peak, though? I mean, he's. T- I took him at 103 in a startup, so that's pretty peak. And nobody kind of okay, okay. batted an I'll eye go. about Here it. Here we go. Here we go. I'll, I'll give you Josh Allen straight up. Hmm. I mean, I had my choice of Josh Allen or Herbert in this startup. <laughs> hmm. What would I offer for Justin Herbert? Let me give you, I'm going to give you some of the players that I wrote down. Keenan that I'm Allen's going to go away use. in a few years. Diggs is going to be there. I'm going to give you, I know it's a super flex format, but I, I'm, good at cor- I'm, I'm good at other positions and I really need quarterbacks. So I'm going to give you DeAndre Hopkins. I am going to give you... Hmm. I'm going to give you DeAndre Hopkins. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you Tyler Boyd, and I'm going to give you Josh Jacobs. Oh man! Wowzers! I, oh, I, I it's like funny it. because that's like my all all star stay away from type players. <laughs> like that's like my avoid. Except Boyd, I love Tyler Boyd, so you kind of hit me in the heart there. But man, Hopkins is kind of my—I I don't really own him anywhere. And and Jacobs, man, like the Raiders hate him, and he's still young, and there's a chance he could go elsewhere and succeed, or they finally open their eyes. But oh, I I'm, mean, I'm, Tyler, can I just say I I love Josh Allen, and it sucks giving him away for 
Justin Herbert, but I think personally I'd have to take Dougs. It's a, I that's mean, a like, like I said, I don't. Uh, I, in this scenario, I'm gonna. I honestly, I'd probably keep Herbert, but in this scenario, to allow the trade to happen. I'm going to go with Doug's because I did say I'm good at quarterback and, and say I am in a win now team. So mm-hmm. for this type of aspect, for all you guys out there, I would not trade Herbert for that, but I will accept I Doug's would. offer. I'd take it. Let's see how, let's see how bad I overpaid for Justin Herbert. <laughs> or maybe I didn't at all. I think it's actually might be, might be closer than we think. Oh, I think Josh Allen had a higher number, right? Yes. He Josh did. Allen was higher. So you offer. Let's see this package Hopkins. deal. Let's see this pack. Hopkins. Yep. Uh, so Herbert comes in at a 52.4. Hopkins still a solid 39.6. Just below 40. Yeah, Josh Jacobs. If was I could, if I could spell I it right, that would be great. <laughs> Josh Jacobs oh, at a wow, 21. It's already over, and we got it's to add already Tyler over. Boyd. And we add Tyler Boyd. I yeah, I just overpaid for a quarterback, boys. They're not they're not cheap. 77.3 on the Hopkins, Jacobs, and Boyd. Yeah. Here's, here's the example why I was willing to get rid of Hopkins because it's another player that I think his, his value is still high. And I think if you wait at the wrong time to sell DeAndre Hopkins, you're going to lose. So you need to make those hard decisions and be like, when is the scales going to tip? I think Hopkins is a great player. He's, one, he's probably my favorite player in the NFL to watch, period. I love DeAndre Hopkins. But there comes that time where you have to be like, what do I wait too long and end up holding the bag, or do I sell at the right time and end up reaping the rewards of a young quarterback? I'm going to have in my roster for ten plus years. So, and with me, so. say in this roster, I have like a Kirk Cousins and Stafford that can get me along. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Hopkins is a wide receiver one. Jacobs will be an RB two or three, and Boyd will be a three or four wide receiver or flex spot that can get me through bye weeks as well. So this is a huge depth piece, especially in the twelve team yeah. league. Wow. So, and we all we said Josh Allen outweighed Justin Herbert, so that would yes. have been an even deal um, on that one. So yeah, that was good. I had to overpay, but you know what? Sometimes those quarterbacks can be. You not had to cheap, overpay. We know that's what they say. Yeah, that is what they say. All right, who's up next? All right, I'm up next. And Doug, I'm I'm gonna take one of your guys from last year. It was one of oh. our guys from last year, really. From you know the podcast. Will Will Greer. No, that was that was what three years ago now. I, I know. Think. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But um, and I don't know what his value is on this calculator, but I'm pretty sure it's still hanging pretty low. But I just I I want to put this guy out there because I had this thought the other night. Quintez Cephas. Okay, in front of him, he's got Tyrell Williams. Brashard I'm really Perryman. liking that you went with the lower value guy because I was listen, hoping that that we did that. Listen, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe they draft a rookie in the first round, or they draft a tight end, or they draft a lineman, or they draft a quarterback. There, there's lots of possibilities that they don't bring in another rookie, at least in the first round. Cephas doesn't have a ton of talent in front of him, and even if they do bring in a rookie later on in the draft, he's got a year in Detroit already playing as a professional. He should be ahead of this rookie to start the season. So Quintus Cephas, again, mm. I don't know what the value on the calculator is going to say. I'm guessing pretty low, though. I think uh, I think I'd I'd be willing to part with a draft pick for you for Quintus Cephas. I would give you the I don't know the first thing that popped into my brain was the 305. Mm. I'll give you Keyshawn Vaughn for him. Mm, okay, that's a good that's a good one. Damn it, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Bobby. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take the third in this exercise. Why don't you love Keyshawn Vaughn? I do. I'm taking the third in this exercise because I want to see what he can be had for. A 2.2. Quintez Cephas okay. at 2.2. He's, he's cheap. Wow. And you offered what? Let's see 305? what the 305 is. 305, yeah. 1.9. It's right. pretty even. Yeah. Pretty even. What's Keyshawn Vaughn coming in at? Uh, I bet he's probably right in the ballpark. Zero, zero he's got to be. Uh, zero, zero, no. point zero, zero, two. Point zero, zero, two. Yeah. <laughs> Won't be that low. Ready? Drum roll. Oh. <laughs> 1.4. All right. So I was, I yeah, you got it right taking the 305. 
but that's this is what I wanted to talk about. You can get a guy who is potentially going to be a starting receiver for an NFL team for a mid third, mid to late third, depending yeah. on yeah who yeah. his teammate. I mean, this is a guy that a lot of people didn't even draft. They might have picked him yeah, up as yeah. a who a, his a drafted free agent his in the teammate, the top corner in the draft last year, said was the hardest player to hardest guy to cover to yeah. cover. Yeah, in the Big Ten. Yeah, uh, this is a screaming value buy. I was just, I was, I knew this uh, this episode was coming up, and so I was kind of trying to think about players. This is the second guy that popped in my head strictly for this reason. I was like, I wonder what Quintus Cephas' value is on a calculator and what he could be had for because I'll give up a third. It's a, it's a dart throw anyways in drafts, and this guy's probably going to open the season in the starting lineup. I like it. All right, who's next? Is it me? Is it yep, back to you. That's back to you. Back to Last me. time. All right, I'm trying to think of a player I haven't mentioned here. I was gonna say I can't uh, believe we uh, we haven't stepped on toes yet. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna throw out. I'm gonna throw. This is a good one. It's not a low player, but that was a great that was a great exercise doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm debating um, for my last player. How about we do? How, how where are we at for time? If we're time time wise. Yeah, uh, no, we, uh, yeah, we'll we'll be we'll be kind of capped on time with these last three. So yeah, this will be the last three. So I'm I'm kind of all right. So here's fence. here um oh, here's my last one. So this just popped into my brain. I'm interested to see what his value is because again, you might be selling this player at his peak after his uh, historic rookie season uh, this past year. Ooh, Actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna change it up. I'm uh, not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. That was a good one. Because were you gonna go Justin Jefferson? I was. That was oh, so, a good one. I was already trying to cook up deals. So here's one. Now, we've learned the lesson that once a running back hits the number one overall dynasty asset mm. to sell. So this running back, Christian McCaffrey, was the 101 in leagues last year. He missed most of the year. Now, his average points per game were still insane. They were like 27 points per game. No fall off whatsoever when it came to production when he was on the field. Now, he was healthy all through his Stanford career, healthy up into his career until last year. He is still the consensus 101 in startups, um, Christian McCaffrey. So I'm throwing it out there. I'm like, you know what? I want to see what I can get for Christian McCaffrey. He's reached the pinnacle in Dynasty. We saw it with Todd Gurley. We saw it with Le'Veon Bell. Pretty much any running back, Zeke Elliott, that has hit the 101 in startups has done nothing but decrease in value since that moment in time. So I'm going to try to take advantage of that. And I want to see what you guys will offer me for Run CMC. I already got an offer. Do it. Cam Akers and 111. Okay. Hmm. Oh, we know Doug likes Cam Akers. I do. Tyler throws out some offers where I'm like, man, if I want to go out there and ensure I get Christian McCaffrey, I'm going to have to bring the heat. So so Doug, Doug knows firsthand, especially with the Deshaun Watson deal and UDPL, that if I want a player, it's going to happen. I've got it. I've, I, I've got a, prescri- a prescription. <laughs> uh, okay. and, and if I you will... listen to this podcast, you could have a subscription. That's true. 21DHH10 on fantasypoints.com. You, what did you offer, Tyler? I offered Cam, Cam Akers in the 111. 111. I will offer... Matthew Stafford. Okay. And the 106. 106. Stafford and the 106. I hate that offer, Tim. Damn it. Um, Out of these two, I would pick Cam Akers and the 111. Although, honestly, I would probably hold. Um, and I wouldn't trade McCaffrey for that. I would try to get more from Tyler as the Akers owner. Um, for sure, because I I don't think it's a number than I thought it was. I don't think it's I don't think it's that close to me. I would want more. I would want either another player or another pick, at least. You didn't get, get that Godfather get offer. Where you have to come off the one on one. You feel like you have to come off the. the, yeah, the I issue, would need a, I would need a bigger. The offer. issue with it is McCaffrey. If you wanted to sell him, you would have had to sell him at the beginning of last year, and he's still the one on one though. Yeah. Yes. But I get it. There's but more. The, there's yes. more. Yeah, I I know. All right, so it's actually a, a pretty, mm, pretty solid, solid offer. Trade. So Cam Akers and the 111 is a 51.8. Christian McCaffrey by himself, 49.6. So that's right in the ballpark. It's funny because uh, I was going to offer you 101, but I felt like the 101, Trevor Lawrence, 
would probably outvalue McCaffrey. What is the one-on-one value at? Just out of curiosity. I I mean, you got to think be in it's the 40s? It, 40s, maybe even 50s. Really, rookie fever. Yeah, it's an even swap, fifty point wow, eight to forty nine point six. Because Trevor, I mean Trevor, is the the real deal. All right, can we see the one that the Doug hated my my, my <laughs> poopy offer that I sent him? <laughs> it's poop. You mean your retread Stafford deal? You really want to get rid of Stafford? He's in L.A. now with McVeigh. <laughs> He's going to have a resurgence. These next seven years out of Stafford are going to be hot. Ooh. All right, that's oh, actually a close. pretty. That's a solid oh, offer. Yeah. It's it's. Matthew Stafford at 24.2. The draft pick, the 106, is it? It's hard to see. He's 24.9. So 49.1 to McCaffrey's 49.6. Pretty solid offer, Tim. I just didn't like I Stafford I and it. the 106. Is like, I eh, okay. I mean, you could so, get another yeah. running back at 106. You're going to get a, an Etienne or a Javante, and you got Stafford. So it if you hit on that running back, I mean, this trade could look like roses that's always the if though that's yes, true it could, it could look very very nice so cool all right well that was my last one awesome let's keep it moving all right i am debating on going with a lower end player or going with a high-end player and honestly after seeing that trade happen and the fun that we had i'm going to throw a high-end player and you know what? Since Doug didn't do it, I'm going to do it. Justin Jefferson is on <laughs> the board because Ooh, I can't imagine okay. how fun this is going to be. Mm. Justin Jefferson. No, don't don't put him up there. I'm I don't want to see what he's worth. Okay, All right, okay. I got an I got an offer for you. I'm going to give you Lavisca Chenault. <laughs> Denzel also, Mims. Also a player I've been buying a lot this offseason. LaVisca yeah. Chenault. So I'm going to give you LaVisca Chenault, Denzel Mims, and the 107. Mm. I mean, you had me on the like the <laughs> meh line until 107 was thrown out there. And then I was like, Ooh. No, I would have had to add a pick to that. I would never do those two players straight up. That wouldn't get it done. Obviously. By the way, any UDPL listeners, uh, Jefferson could be had. Everyone Justin price, Jefferson. Tyler. Justin Jefferson. Tyler, I'm going back to the well. Your boys. I'll give you DeAndre Swift. <laughs> and the 111. Oh, that's easy. It's Swift. <laughs> okay. Punch it in. <laughs> Jefferson, Ooh. a whopping 46.7. Big old numbers. Big, big, so big numbers. It's going to be 30. 40s. 31. 40s? No. Ooh, close. Hey, look at that little wow. picture next to him. Uh, Tyler, Tyler's guy. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Fancy that. Uh, you love to see that. it, right? right? Let's see what the draft pick comes in. Should've the 111. Should have went to 112. All right. It's 52.5 Swift and the 111 to 46.7 for Justin Jefferson. So, yeah. And I'll see what Chenault, Mims, and the 107 comes out at. That that one was a very strong It might be light. It might be light. I think it's light, if I were to guess. I don't know how much the the trade calculator values. By the way, uh, I absolutely love the aspect that when you type in Visca, the player's name comes up. Yeah, that is a nice little shortcut because, you know, you got to switch, get rid of two letters at the beginning. All right, let's see what that 107's valued. We're, we're, We're creeping. It's going to be close. It might be close. It might be in the ballpark here. So Chenault comes in at a 12.7. Ooh. Oh, heck of a deal, Duck. So 12.7 for LaVisca, 11.3 for Denzel Mims, and 23.2 for the 107. So a total of 47.2 to Justin Jefferson's 46.7. Pretty even. No. Um, so I get it. Tyler's going to take his guy. If, it, if this was a trade that was happening and say I'm in talks with Doug, I would probably say, hey, Mims – I'm on the fence about I'm not a huge Zach Wilson guy. Let's see if we could either swap him out for a, an early second or something, or l- let's figure out something else other than Mims because they're I, I, in this trade. I like the Chanel. I like the pick, 
but the Mims is the thing that's probably holding me back in this trade. So, and this is where the cal- yeah, I think that would be a good counterpoint yeah. for sure. And this is where the the calculator kind of helps. You can have it right in your face. You can look at it and be like, okay, there's something about this trade I don't like. You can physically see it and be like, okay, Doug, I, you know you I have Logan that. Thomas on your roster. Just throw Logan Thomas in I there. Throw Logan Thomas in there. They've got a there's a new tight end in Washington, boys. I don't know if you've heard. <laughs> Who's that? That's. That's for another episode. I'm not giving up my secrets. That's for another episode. We'll get there. Don't you worry. Okay. Okay. So we get to end on my guy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, again, I don't I don't know how often they update this calculator. So we'll, we'll get to A see lot. what this guy's value is. Okay. Devonta Freeman. This guy has <laughs> recently moved teams. It is a super flex league. He is still very young. I'm putting Sam Darnold on the trade block, boys. Ooh. Let's see how he does in this Carolina offense. Mm. Um, yeah. What what will you guys give me for the 23-year-old Sam Darnold? 23, 24? I think he's All right. I got, I got an offer for you. Are you ready? Okay. I will give you Henry Ruggs. And a ham sandwich. And I will give you – I'll give you Henry Ruggs. I will give you the 20 – Six and Damian Harris. I'll give you Jerry Judy straight up for him. Henry Ruggs, the two hundred six, and Damian Harris. Yep. I'm I'm gonna go with Jerry Judy uh, straight up in this one. And Tyler hope, just loves throwing Judy out there. And hope I don't lose. I I've actually traded for Judy and I've traded away Judy. I thought about yeah. Claypool. In this, like a one for one. Uh, wow, it's lower than I thought it would be. That is very yeah, pretty surprisingly low. Fifteen point two for Sam Darnold. I think I just overpaid for Sam Darnold. I think I just overpaid. Yeah, a little bit. Eighteen point two for Jerry Judy, so okay. three points off. What's the? Uh, what are we looking at for my offer? I'm curious. I get overpaid with Rugs, Damian Harris, and what did I say? The two hundred six. Yes. Let's see. Harris comes in only at a 4.3. Wow. I think that's kind of low. That's, uh, that's value. Yeah. Henry Ruggs, 7.5. And then we got the 206. I might have been right in the ballpark, actually. Just a slight overpay. Let's see what it, the 206 comes in at. 5.8. So 17.7 to 15.2. So, yeah, I'm right in the ballpark. Yeah. Not too bad. If someone's banking on a rebound uh, for and I, Henry And I think Ruggs Damien and, and Ruggs are both uh, undervalued slightly. In this. Yeah. Yeah. So. I agree. I had Henry Ruggs' name on my list too, so I have actually mentioned to all eight players some way, shape, or form that I had written down. Oh, you overachiever, Doug. Yeah. I had uh, Adam Troutman as my lower player buy. Well, let's see what Adam Troutman's value is. Now I'm curious. Let's do it. Let's do we it. don't have to do a trade for Adam Troutman. But I'm just curious what he's what he's valued at in a tight end premium. I'll give the you Trout the two man. or three form right now. Oh, oh no, wow. I'm going to lose. Oh no! Wow. He's only he's a two point six for Adam Trout, which is probably a third, a third, or early third. That's a pretty nice buy. Yeah, to yeah, be honest, a very good what's buy. what's Cole Komet's value? Now we're talking sophomore tight ends. I like to find that out. I love Cole Komet, so I think that could be super interesting. Not much more. Three point five out of Cole Komet. Interesting. Late second, late second for Cole Komet. Yeah, yeah, which is, I mean, in tight end premiums, that's around where he got drafted in most yeah. leagues. So, yeah. all right, cool. This is fun. I this was a great it. exercise. Now I'm on the. Now it's my uh, pressure to um, to Pitts. think of something. Seventy four. Oh. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle Pitts, Pitts is only twenty three. <laughs> it should be. It should be oh, eighty eighty two or so. Yeah, give it. What's give the it now? Give me months. now. Give me the value for like the one hundred four. Is it twenty three or is it higher? Because <laughs> now I'm curious. It's higher. Yeah, so they're valuing Kyle. They're valuing Kyle Pitts as a uh, 107, probably, which in the tight end premium, um, there is no That's possible not way. No, no. I mean, Hawkinson went at 104, 105 in tight end premium leagues. Now we didn't have the same quarterback class that we have this year, um, but I think Pitts is that special guy. So I would not well, be surprised with this 104, being super flex scoring. They might have like three quarterbacks going, and then you're going to have you know Najee. maybe a receiver. Yeah, and and the top running back. So yeah, they might say 107, 106 is about where he's at. Yeah, say, so, and that's just a good situation, like because of the depth you of the should, class. You should be able to pop in Kyle Pitts, and it goes to like one hundred three. Yeah, you know? not Najee Harris is at thirty point six, so he's yeah. the one hundred four 
yeah in this yeah. in this in aspect calculator. yeah well awesome that, that was a fun game boys thanks for playing i was uh, you know i there was the one gross overpay that i had but i'm uh, i'm pretty impressed that we yeah. were all in the ballpark with most of our trade offers um without using we didn't talk about the players beforehand this is completely organic um i didn't have my players until we hit record pretty much uh, <laughs> so uh that, really impressed by our internal trade calculators that we were running by um we made, very nice exercise we, we get a lot of offers we we make a lot we of do. trades so I, I feel like it's kind of in Tyler makes a lot of trades. I don't trade. I, and honestly, when I do make trades, I do like to go on the calculator and I do like to be like, okay, where did this land? Like when I looked up the Cam Akers for the fourth and the fifth round rookie pick, I was like, <laughs> where is this value? No, no, I'm kidding. I knew exactly what his value was and it's in the toilet. Deshaun Watson for a rookie sixth round pick. Hey. That's my worst offer I've ever received. It, it was very bad. Ungood is what they call that. <laughs> yes yes very very not good so thank you for joining us this week i did want to also give a shout out before we close up to viridian global if you're looking to get any apparel from a ton of different podcasts but most importantly this the one, ff fitness shirts apparently are hot yeah. on the streets i have seen those on my twitter feed um i probably should get in the fs fitness thing i'm i'm getting swole over here guys i'm just saying um like but yeah stung so by a bee swole that's the Doug Swole we want. Yes, my face like uh, like Will Smith and was it Hitch? Hitch. Oh, such yes. a good movie. Yeah, when he gets, when he gets stung <laughs> by a bee. Uh, so if you're looking for some new apparel, you're looking for some shirts, you're looking for some hats, check out Verdi and Global, Dynasty Happy Hour. We are on there. Much appreciated. Thank you in advance. That is going to wrap us up this week. Once again, thanks for joining us. Go on to iTunes. Leave us a review. Um, we want to hear what you have to say. I know Tyler really loves reading them, and he gets all sorts of salty. It's amazing to see the process. I love it. Um, but if you like what you heard, if you didn't like what you heard, let us know either way. We want to try to make improvements as much as we can. If you're like, this host is booty cheeks, let me know. I want to hear it. If you're like, uh, you know, Tyler is a redhead and you want to make fun of him, that's cool too, whatever. Um, so make sure you go on iTunes, leave us a rating and review. We would love you to do that. It actually increases us in your dynasty um, fantasy football feed as well. So that would be very helpful. You know, we want to rise to the top like we're the cream of the crop. House of Pain. Come on. We got this. All right. We'll see you next week on Dynasty Happy Hour. Happy Hour.